Hello, greetings, and of course, good day, mate, and welcome to another freshly served episode of Comic Thoughts with your boys. I am Connor Kennedy. Fill you up like a foot long, but best described as a six-inch sub. I am joined wow. today by oh, two freshly filled, freshly served, hot friends of mine. First of all, it's the local twenty-pack of chicken nugs because everyone wants a piece of him. It's Ashraf. How are you doing, my friends? What's up, everybody? Um, I'm here to compliment your six-inch sub with some nuggets. <laughs> it's it, they go together like wine and piss. Uh, yeah. And today, also joining us, you all know and you all know, oh, love you. I'll try it again. You all know and you all love him. He goes down smooth, but doesn't come out quite right, mostly because he's filled with worms, just like the real KFC. It's Kentucky Fried Crips. How are you today, yeah. my friends? Ooh. I like that one. I that actually was really like, good. I like that a lot. Yeah, Kentucky yeah. Fried Crips coming at you. Uh, yeah, no, I'm all right. Everything's good. We'll just, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> Beautiful. Nailed that fucking intro. Well, uh, well, why don't we just jump into it? we got a couple of questions today, uh, a couple of things we want to talk couple of current things and a couple of just opinion-based things starting with what is a line of toys or comics you have collected that you wish you had more of ashraf or sam you guys start uh sam why don't you go yeah i'll go first figure it out yet (laughs) i um i actually was just walking around the house trying to figure this one out because i mean we all collect a lot of shit we always end up with extra stuff and random one-offs but i must admit there's like as silly as it sounds the two that i thought of straight away was street sharks for toys like i love my street sharks to the point where i ended up buying a bag full of extreme dinosaurs of someone because i had one street shark in it and then those extreme dinosaurs were so cool that i've kind of got a heap of them now and i don't have like i don't have all of them yet but i'm not i'm probably not far off from owning at least all of wave one and a lot well pretty much most of them i've got a good chunk i'm just missing some of the really hard to get ones now and the prices lately have soared so i'm going to go with that for toys like street sharks i mean i've got it tattooed on me like i love street sharks it's a, it's just a cool run giant monstrous sharks it's like teenage mutant turtles but with sharks so you know i don't know why that's just the toy that i jumped to but in saying that, I do have a lot already. So it's the, this is where I found it difficult because you said something that we want more of, but you didn't say that we didn't have to have any. So I'm glad you, you said that. We'll have a little amount. Then comics. This is another easy one because you didn't define it well enough. I'm going to even say Amazing Spider-Man. As, <laughs> oh, as much as I have. That's, that's the first thing the world needs. More Spider-Man. It's not enough yeah. of that character. Well, like, I have a shitload of Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I can't even, I'm not going to try and get up the numbers. I was going to, but it's too hard. Um, I've got a crazy amount. Like, I don't know how many boxes full of Spider-Man there are out in the house. But Amazing Spider-Man, let's just say 1 through to 100. I've got a decent chunk of that, which I'm very lucky to have scored some of. But I'd like more. Like, I'd love to go and get a number one and two you know what i mean like i'd love to get some more early numbers in my collection i think that's probably like you know for wishing to have more that's probably the best i can come up with right now fair enough ashraf do you have an answer for either okay so i think i was gonna say something boring like dc icons but then i thought about it i was like i have human characters that i collect they're superheroes i have anthropomorphic animals like mostly turtles and frogs that I collect. This is 
you need sharks. Ninja Turtles, obviously. I think there should be more freshwater fish themed anthropomorphic animals. Like Tuna. <laughs> tuna warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well tuna is a saltwater fish, but I, I was thinking more like goldfish warriors, like goldfishes in goldfish. mechs. Like I saw a mech cat fish? in a mech. A cat in a mech in Shin Tokyo. I was like, that's yeah. cool. But why not a fish me. in a mech? It sounds like Wii Three. That uh, what's this? Grant Morrison. Yeah, you showed me that. I I didn't yeah. read it. Yeah. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, you should read read Wii Three. And if you aren't, you should also read it. But just know <laughs> that it has heavy, uh, you know, pushes that message a lot. That's good. I, I'm I'm a massive meat eater, and I love that book. Wow, that's 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 pretty good. I, it looks really interesting to me. Like, was it Frank Wildey was the artist? I want to say yes, oh, no. but yeah. you know what my memory's like. I've got no idea. <laughs> but what what else? You know what? Speaking of like mutagen animals, what ones can you guys think of? Obviously, turtles, street sharks, extreme dinosaurs. Or what else have you got? Uh, um, that toy I gave you, that frog dart. That alternation. line. Yeah, alternation. There's like a bunch of animals in it. Oh, that there we go. That's a better one. I'd love more of those toys. They're really yeah. cool. If no one knows what we're talking about, I, I mean, I'm actually in bed, so I'm not going to get up and get it because Dart's just <laughs> sitting across the room looking at me. But um, check out Alternation. Uh, the, the, they're a fantastic set of toys. I actually let um, Bryony's sister's little ones play with them, play with the Alternation stuff because it's super sturdy. It won't break easy. It's just a fantastic toy. Yeah, I don't have it on hand either. I have one of them. They're a pretty cool line, and I think you can order them from diamond now from australia i think for a long time you couldn't and yeah, it's box yeah. quantities though unfortunately oh, right. so we won't i don't think yeah last time i checked because i was actually checking for us because i was like there's some really big ones coming out that look really cool and i thought oh if we could get just one or two each that'd be really cool but of course it's like a box of six i'm like no one else is going to want these but us yeah true um you know who do wants them and who wants to go like twosies to order a whole box at kevin so if anyone's ever interested in ordering a full box of uh, anthropomorphic animals uh you should contact kevin because he wants someone to share money with him to order it does he actually want a bunch of them yeah he he tried to talk me into it because i was talking about alternation all the time i was like wow this is cool we should get it and he was like yeah let's do it and i was like i can't commit to that there's too many copies <laughs> there's too How many much? like doubles of the same thing uh yeah, i don't know i have... think it was like 300 or five whatever right <laughs> for a box yeah probably around about like that's yeah. that's talking about cost price probably 300 per box and then you got to sell the toy for like i don't know 40 to 50 dollars per toy these days doesn't make it worth it in the long run probably just get your money back if you're lucky yeah oh well enough about the woes of running a paradise <laughs> sam um okay. um so anthropo anthropomorphic Freshwater fish, fish people. What has caused yes. you to, to, to go with that? I don't know. As a kid, I was I used to be obsessed with fish. I wanted to be a marine biologist. I made my own encyclopedia of fish, and I categorized each of them. I had entries for each of them, like a Pokedex, except for fish. That is fucking adorable. I was like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it was a cool hobby and everything. And it was interesting Your just looking... Your definition is cool. It was very loose, isn't it? <laughs> it was all... <laughs> I mean, come on, we collect comics. How, how cool is that compared yeah, to fish? <laughs> the reason I got out of bed the other day was literally because I uh, I, I got one of these. Like, that's that's where my Mecha life Godzilla. is at. Like, uh, Grimlock. 
Oh. Mechagodzilla. <laughs> I need to turn in my nerd card. I, I need think, to go I back to Grimlock. Even I knew that was Grimlock. Come on. I think you'll find this Fun. is the, uh, the, the Power Rangers Megazord. Oh my god, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, it's, it's Grimlock. Me, Grimlock. Anyway, uh, continue. What? So, yes. Yeah, why, why, why? But hang on. What, what started the fascination with fish? <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're cool animals. I used to have some fish as a kid. I kept them in the tank. I was like, man, these are really cool to look after and stuff. That's, and then they all yeah. died under Keeps my watch. Exciting. Yeah, I buried <laughs> each and every one of them. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, it's cool to watch them swim around and like do stuff, like eat. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot going on. I, I, I'd like Sam, I am not going to be judging you for this. I totally get where the fascination comes from. Oh, yeah, and like, and there's I there's nothing about fish. There's nothing about fish in comics or in like media. I guess there were a few shows. There, there's actually, hang on, oh, I've got to find this. There's a really great comic. I think it was actually called Fish Tales by Marvel, uh, in the nineties. Oh. That you need to get. Fish Tales. We're waiting with bated breath. All right. So for comics though, comic interests. Um. I don't know. I, I'll probably say something really boring, and I think the world needs more Batman because no. Sam said Spider Man. <laughs> yes, because that's the thing we need in this world: more Batman and Spider Man. Just nothing. No, more. no, 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 no. The world doesn't need more Batman. I think a comic line that I have that the world needs more of is just more um, Second Coming. That's a really cool, fun comic about. Oh, um, I need to read that. Jesus teaming up with the superhero. I thought it was really good, and the world needs more, more stuff like that. More comedy focused like all ages sort of thing instead of like dark gritty you know what ultra violent comics because a lot of indie comics are, yeah more moon knight because that's we'll not get, dark and gritty we'll get eventually because of uh, disney sam actually with moon knight in mind what do you think of it being uh oscar isaac the guy who played poe from the star wars movies playing moon knight not who i wanted at all not, not even not who i wanted at all yeah i mean he's he's not a bad actor outside of the Star Wars stuff because I thought those those films were pretty weak. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, without ranting on Star Wars, I think he's not a bad actor. He's just not who I envisioned for Moon Knight. I had a couple of different people in my head. Like I legitimately thought Daniel Radcliffe would have. Yeah, people amazing. kept saying his name for some reason. I, you know, can you could, see it? It could honestly be uh, things like Horns, where he gets to play a character who's not totally mentally stable. I loved Horns. That was, see, that's what I mean. Like, I loved Horns. Him in Lady... Uh, something in Black. I can't remember what it was. Lady yeah, a couple Black of films. or something. Yeah. yeah, and then I know... I haven't watched Jungle yet, but I watched... Um, what's the one where he drags the dead body around with him? Oh, uh, the, um, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, Swiss Army Man. I loved that, too. Yeah, that so warped. And I just want... I don't know. If, after watching those, I was like, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe just seems like the right choice to play multiple personalities like i feel like he's the kind of actor that could get that like one minute he's like being very straight-faced detective work the next moment and you know if you're doing it correctly he's got to have that full white suit and the mask in my mind you have to get a lot of expression just for your eyes then and i feel like he's the kind of guy that can pull that off my other choices i guess at one point i thought charlie hunnam might have been all right nah. but then i actually yeah he's he's almost too Oh, Pretty boy. The, yeah, he, he'd probably be better off as someone um, like Adam Warlock or something, you know? Yeah. 
Mm. It's but, more yeah. like an action hero vibe coming from Charlie Arnold. And yeah. there was one more I had him Tom off the top of my head, but now I've gone completely blank. Um, Tom Holland. <laughs> Tom Holland is everyone. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, as Moon Knight, I think. Oh my God, he. Nah, it's gone. I can't. I can't remember. My memory's fucked. Can't, counter argument. I think Oscar Isaac will be perfect just from seeing him in Annihilation and Ex Machina. And all of that, he is a very, very good actor, and I think he can convey the split personality thing, split personality thing very well. Because well, I hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, you should watch Annihilation and uh, Ex Machina or whatever. I've think... seen Ex Machina and I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, I got what, bored. What? Is it the Japanese robots that bored you? I don't know. It just seemed like everything else that I've watched that was like you know that same style. Just didn't really. I don't know. Just didn't grip me. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, real talk, I didn't know who Charlie uh, Hunnam was, uh, so I just did a quick He's Google search. Holy yeah. shit, he is a fucking handsome man. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I said he's just like a pretty yeah. boy. Like, when, yeah. when, when he said he was like too pretty, I'm like, for Moon Knight, really? And looking at him, I'm like, yeah. uh, yeah, no, like that yeah. is... <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no, he's that's too good. That's not material. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Charlie Hunnam, if you're watching this. Um, if you, even though you won't subscribe, like, Moonlight, and follow, yes, share it about. You've got enough fans. I'm pretty sure you'd be able to get us some clouds. Right. Well, uh, obviously, uh, obviously, um, you said what was it um, for your comics, Ashra? More, more of comics like Second Coming. Second Coming by Mark Russell. Oh, you're right. No, scratch that. You know what? Another Mark Russell comic. I think there needs to be more of that, like Looney Tunes DC crossover stuff. I thought that was really good. <laughs> Did you read that? The the Flintstones also. I only so one. I guess not just I Looney Tunes, Hanna Barbera. Yeah. I bought the Taz, um, Wonder Woman one because of Taz. Was of it good? Uh, no. <laughs> we have to, we talked about this. Wonder Woman doesn't have a lot of good comics, apparently. I yeah, it's why. very unfortunate. Apparently, apparently, her New Fifty Two runs brilliant. I had someone in the shop the other nah. day telling me all about it. But I, it's very it. dark. It's by Brian Azzarello, so the the person who did Batman Damned That's and Joker like and stuff it. like that. Yeah. It's very dark. Sounds up my Fair <laughs> enough. Wonder Woman should be hopeful and for little girls to look up to. And in that in that comic, in that Brian Azzarello comic, I think the Amazons rape like sailors and then kill them and keep their babies and only keep them with their <laughs> girls <laughs> but oh, anyway okay. oh, there needs to be that. maybe more Hanna-Barbera DC comics preferably Flintstones by Mark Russell uh he did Second Coming I thought the Flintstones comic he did was really really funny and very poignant and it had a lot of social commentary political commentary and commentary on the environment so if you guys ever find that you should read it Okay. Unlike anything you've ever read. <laughs> okay. What's yours, Connor? Um, what is I'm, yours? I'm just gonna have to try and get over the. I didn't realize G.R.R. Martin wrote a fucking Wonder Woman comic. Jesus. Yeah, um, it's on that level, dude. <laughs> it's like with that same sort of like expensive mythology and everything. It's weird. <laughs> well, uh, mine. So as far as figures is concerned, because I'm the one who asked this question, I it's actually fucking Dragon Ball Z, isn't it? No, it's not. It's gonna be these bad boys. It's gonna, oh, what's that? That is a Cyclops called Argamedes from the line Mythic Legions. Oh, I've heard about these. These That looks fantastic. I know people obviously listening to Spotify can't see it, but yes. it's highly detailed. That's really cool. It's a, it's a blue Cyclops with lots of cool armor. Big ass He's fucking shredded. Fucking, he's, <laughs> yeah. got, he's got soft a fur cloth. fabrics. 
These things, so Ooh, these things are called fabrics. Oh, they are so good, but like removable helmet. These guys are fucking wicked. So basically, is it anatomically correct? Does yeah, he have does it have genitals underneath that fur cloth? Yeah. He's got a, he's, he's got jocks. Co Connor is looking up his loincloth. Uh, so his basically, cloth. Mythic Legions uh, is a line created by the uh, toy production company Four Horsemen, who done a lot of work on Masters Universe and DC stuff for Mattel. Um, they then basically went ahead and started making their own stuff and they decided to do Mythic Legions. And the reason it's called Mythic Legions is because the whole point of it is that you're basically building up armies and armies of fantasy warriors, skeletons, cyclopses, dwarves, elves, goblins. Um, and a huge part of the appeal comes from how these Mythic Legions interact with each other. This thing here is a barbarian. It's a legion builder. It's a very uh, black armor, flesh-colored woman. Uh, people who are listening on Spotify, you can quite literally pop off the armor, pop off the arms, and start reconnecting them to different figures to start making different warriors and different soldiers and build up your uh, fantasy army. That is a huge part of the appeal. Uh, army cool. builders. So you like, can give her a skeleton arm. I can give her a skeleton arm. I can absolutely. And how articulate? How articulate? 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 Uh, how so movable is she with the swapping of arms? Like, is she just stuck there, like a, like you know, posing no, like a widow? So basically, everything is either a ball joint or a swivel hinge. Yeah. Okay. So you know, cool. elbows, arms, wrists, legs. Dare I ask what price waist. range they're in? Oh, so that's where that's where it comes in as to why I don't have as many of these as I'd like. They are kind of sitting in the realm of the cheapest I've gotten one at like seventy bucks. Um, yeah, well, the most expensive I've gone up to, I believe it was 120. I get, wish, well, you know what, we just need a toy line. Like, I love the idea of these, right? But I actually yeah. think let's shrink them to G.I. Joe size. Three inch, four inch. Three inch. Uh, three, three quarters. And release them as, like, you get your standard, like, I'll call it your army builders. Make, and I'm, I'm talking cheap here. I'm even talking if they are stuck in a pose, but you can take off the arms, legs, and swap them all about. It'd be really cool if you could get just your standard army ones, then maybe, like, generals. And the generals yeah. come with extra parts that you can also swap around. I mean, and you could, hell, look, I've just designed a game. In my head, you get them, you get the generals and everything, and then you do your table battlefront, and then each body part, obviously, or each uh, soldier that you get comes with cards and battle points. Like, what a brilliant way to go just making it a bit more affordable too like making yeah. the smaller ones between the 10 and 20 dollar mark instead of having these 70 dollar toys that like two blokes will maybe be able to afford for their massive collection yeah no i i get that but when you actually pull these figures in hand like you can't see it as well but like the detail that looks sick, on that these guys um uh fucking... highly detailed Highly like, detailed, yeah, like well that's painted. cool i still think keep them like actually yeah i'm not saying but you want you want an alternative saying... I know, yeah, like, is, yeah. give us that. Like, I remember, I don't know, this is going to, I'm sure I'm my age now, but like, <laughs> with boot, bootleg figures, right? A lot of the time, bootleg figures, especially in the 90s, a lot of them were very close to what the actual toy line was, or they were just the same thing, but shrunk right down. Like, I remember getting, like, borderline masters of the universe figures that were, like, this big, and they had all interchangeable limbs. Like, I'm, I'm saying this big, and no one can see what I'm doing uh, on Spotify. <laughs> I'm literally, like, I don't know. They're maybe two to three centimeters tall at the, most. The, the, the little, the little dicky thing. Um, yeah. is what he's doing essentially. Yeah, little dicky. So it's a little. Think of a little dick. That is the size of the toys. And yeah, they were like 
I think at most for like, cause there was larger ones, they were 15 bucks. And I just used to buy heaps of them from like, I think they're actually in a place called chicken feed at the time. I used to just buy them all up and it was so much fun. Like I could have an army of them. Um, they weren't overly expensive for what they were. Uh, they came, I think they even came with like a, a comic book type thing in the back. So there's a lot of stuff that you got for $15. It wasn't just buying, you know, one toy that didn't move. You got a movable toy with all this extra stuff. And it was super close, in my opinion, or if not better than half of the stuff that was also coming out from the main lines and distributors. It's just, yeah. Definitely showing your age, Sam, but... Yeah. yeah. Well, they I don't mean... make toys like that anymore. There's been two recessions since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make street sharks again, but just I don't know. But the problem is, if they made street sharks now. How unaffordable would they be? Think about it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be like a Kickstarter collector's item. Or yeah, whatever. soft yeah. plastics. Well, all that. Yeah. Be that's so the other thing about uh, Mythic Legions was it essentially it started as uh, a Kickstarter, um, and they got so popular that they're like, well, we're just going to keep on doing waves, and they basically do a pre-order, and then you know on their website, and then whatever they get, they'll start producing plus a couple extras. It'll take about a year for them to finish production. They'll ship them out, and then they'll do an in uh, an in stock sale on their website. Places like Big Bad Toy Store, who are officially partnered with them, will get some stock as well. Um, so there's avenues, and it's mostly mostly because I'm in Australia. Like if it was if I was in America, uh, this would be a little bit cheaper. But it's also just like the the shipping and whatnot um, yeah, for for a company. Huge. Yeah. Especially because they're not the Australia is becoming shit house, to be honest. Basically, and it was shit before. <laughs> yeah, it's Basic, getting worse. Yeah, yeah, basically anything in Australia that relies on a, a foreign market or foreign forces um, is going to be pretty shit house for the next few years. All right, so we need to make our own toy line. Exactly, that's what that's yeah. where I'm getting it. <laughs> and we do anamorphic creatures, but obviously Aussie ones. So we have like battle koala and platypus, or, or like drop uh, mecha drop bear. You know, and you may, we have may... them all like so hard you know like uh, three to four centimeters tall and they all come with a card with battle statistics and stuff that'd be cool you may and they'll be a part of the game like... and then like as a good business practice if you lose the game then you have to break the toy and it's oh, even anyway. even even <laughs> better you actually have to give it to the other person like every game that used to like pokemon cards Yu-Gi-Oh, all that stuff originally when you lost you used to have to give the person or was it um bones I think it was. Bones. Do you remember them? Bones, they're like little soft bites. Oh, yes, I know what he's talking about. They're it's very much like, like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very much like marbles, pretty much. So when you lost, if that marble went out, the other person got to take it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's go back right. to that mentality. You will fucking lose your toys if you lose the battle. No, let's never <laughs> go back to that mentality. Um, and in 10 years, there'll be our currency, toys. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what? Fucking... in battle mech drop bears. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's 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 get let's get a a grim dark remake of Yowie. Those old Yowie, Yowie. chocolates. Every do oh. you not remember the old Yowie chocolates? They were like I didn't I didn't grow up here in Australia. I just oh, okay. Two so five the, years ago. Yeah. There's these little there's these little. So chocolates. we want Mech Yowies. They're like they're like Kinder surprises, but they're shaped like weird looking fucking animals. There's like eight of them. They're all different colors, and they essentially. Essentially, the idea was that you 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 opened it, ate the chocolate. There was a little ball inside it. You opened it, and then and you could construct an animal in it, and you'd have like little facts about the animal. It was like yay big. So let's but, do that at a bigger scale, slightly bigger, bigger scale, so you get, like a box of parts. Oh my god! Imagine just and you could buy like your booster box. So you get a box of parts, and you just build whatever the hell you want. Like a Lego for monsters, but a lot more simple because Legos, you know, extravagant. Go yeah. way smaller scale with this. No, I so if any, so if any, any of you, this, yeah. yeah, I know you're watching because we talk yeah. about you all the time. 
hit us up. We've got great ideas. Come and get us on your design teams. We can be Absolute. your think tank. We, we, can't, we can't make it cost effective, but we can make it fucking awesome. Well, we can because, let's be honest, all the plastic comes from China and it costs, you know, most companies like a cent. But we want to manufacture it here, Sam. Yeah, no, we yeah, don't no, we want no, to stock yeah, it there, here. Therefore, it. we have to go to China. And Australia, yeah, that's it. That's how that works now. <laughs> made in Australia via Chinese products. <laughs> Me and Australia with parts from China. Yeah, yeah. That, the whole that, thing is just we've put our names to it. That's the only thing that makes it yeah. slightly Australian. It's, it's, what, it's what our Navy does. So, like... Whoa. Oh. Connor got political. Oh, get away, it, I agree, though. There's nothing, there's nothing political about saying they should have built them in this country. <laughs> Right, well, uh, I think... You hear that, Scott Morrison? I hope you're watching. Yeah, like and subscribe, <laughs> Scott Morrison. Uh, yeah. Look, yeah, have just... some responsibility for once in your life. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All you motherfuckers... Uncle Sam needs you. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Sam needs you. There, there you go. There's the, this is the picture for the start of the episode. Just me pointing the finger. <laughs> Uncle Sam. Yeah, Uncle Sam needs you. Beautiful. I might that, try and edit that in a minute that and make that the, the thing. Right. Well, I think we've all uh, we've all gotten now. Uh, I want more Mythic Legions uh, because they're fucking awesome. There, there's a barrier to entry, but once you get there, once you figure out what's actually going on, I I I just can't help it. They're so fucking cool. And that's not even everything. I've got like a box of just accessories. Like the skeleton came with two torsos, one male, one female. Like that's where it's at. It's fucking wicked. Um, so uh, we should move on to our next question. Um, so obviously for about a year and a half, there's been something kind of happening, something big, something everyone's talking about. (laughs) Uh, So how do y'all feel about the Snyder Cut? Do you think it's necessary? How do we feel about the theatrical Justice League movie? And do we think it needed to have the Snyder Cut released? I, I feel like Ashraf has got some opinions on this one. I do. Uh, why not, Sam? You go first. <laughs> you, you know, this is super easy. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, okay. Justice League came out. It was utter shit. I literally remember walking out of the cinema being like, what a fucking waste of time. Like, there was two moments where I went, oh, yeah. But it just, I don't know. It was a horrible fucking mess. And um, then, you know, I actually, so I haven't liked the DC Universe films. I haven't really liked any of them enough. Like, I think out of all of them, the one that I was slightly more interested in was possibly... Actually, Shazam. Shazam's the best one they've done. And obviously, Man of Steel's pretty good. But at the end of the day, I can almost... You can watch them as standalone films and everything else doesn't fucking matter. And the films that DC seem to be working outside of that, like the Joker film, I know Ashraf hated it, but I loved that. (laughs) Um, I know that the TV shows are all separate of that and I, I don't really watch the shows anymore, but I did enjoy the shows for a long time, most of them. So I think that DC just have failed miserably with their, their, their film universe. Um, I thought Batman v Superman was utter shit. The extended cut made it actually make sense. So you had to watch the extended cut to get a film that resembled any kind of sensible movie to watch. Um but at the same time, it's just like it's just throwing as much shit at a window and hoping it will stick is what DC yeah. seem to be doing with their films. They're like, let's try and do six thousand storylines in one film and just fucking hope for the best. And even though the Snyder Cut is like what four hours long or whatever, Christ, yeah. Um, I still think I, I am. In, I will watch it eventually. But at the same time, I'm not gonna rush out and 
get a copy or something like i'll just wait until it's all out and then i'm not going to probably buy it either i'll wait till someone lends me a copy or yeah i just don't care they've th there's no saving that film universe i haven't seen the new wonder woman yet i have no desire i didn't even like the first one that much um i think gal's perfect i just thought the writing for those films are boring and kind of just meh and i know that they rushed because they're trying to compete with marvel but what it, they just shouldn't have just dc do your own fucking thing grow up <laughs> don't grow copy up. your old don't don't copy your older brother just <laughs> do your own thing you know find older your brother. own sense of being I, uh, I this I, is older brother. MCU's uh, older though to film. That's what I'm getting. I, I um, I've always been of this opinion that DC was too busy trying to be not Marvel rather than just trying to be DC. Like they yeah. were too yeah, busy I think, trying their best yeah. to do what Marvel did without being Marvel. Um, so especially with the Dark Knight trilogy and everything, they're like, oh, we have a tone and everything. This is like inverse to what Marvel's doing. Let's just stick with that. Is, the stupid thing is that the, so the Dark Knight trilogy is amazing, great yeah. set of films, and then you get Man of Steel, and yeah, it was in that mood as well. But that was I, I found that brilliant. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Um, and then Batman v Superman was next, right? That was like straight up the next film. How yes. shit! Like to go from this really dark and sort of wonderful idea of this torn Superman to. Wonderful subjective, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah it would, to, to go to, like, Superman's idolized by everyone and it's, like, it's borderline creepy, like, how much they worship him and how Batman's just an asshole, where, you know, I know Batman is like that, but I know it just didn't pan off well. And then the whole Martha thing, like, what the fuck? <laughs> that Martha thing. I mean, we terrible. know that's going to happen in Godzilla versus Kong, right? They're both going to be like, Martha! And then all of a sudden they're going to be yeah. best mates and, like, fucking oh. up some other dragon creature i can't wait for that that's a good uh, versus movie that's a better versus movie than batman yeah. v superman I, I honestly thought batman v superman should have absolutely um like completely um skipped uh like like just like just, like completely bucked all trends and ended um the movie with them talking it out <laughs> No, it should have ended with the whole him smashing in the tank thing and just being like, but you know that if you if you can bleed sort of line, and then yeah. them going, then that should have been like the end. They go their separate ways. Like it's like if you nah. just know that if you can bleed, I can fucking kill you. They should have left it at like that, and then that would have mean the Justice League forming was a bigger deal because you got these two guys who even though they're fighting for the same thing, but are on so different levels. Like imagine if we saw that bit where Batman's brutalizing every all those villains to get to martha and then you know they haven't done the whole martha thing they've just gone like if you can fucking do this i can do this so he goes and fights doomsday he goes off and saves martha without that whole stupid interaction and just knowing that they still hate each other and that's how it ended would have been so much better and having lex sitting there being like i planned this like i planned them against each other would have made it so much better but no and then Civil War came out, and then it was much like a better version of Batman v Superman, and had yeah. like a, a villain who accomplished his goals, and it was like behind the scenes manipulating everyone. And I'm super excited to see him in the new Falcon Winter Soldier with Zemo with the mask. Like, bring yeah. that on. See, that's what I mean. Marvel have got a character that they know that they can use again to not further. I don't want to say they're not like. Then it doesn't feel like it's recycled. Like that character still has a lot of potential. They just yeah. He, he nailed his goals, but he didn't get to die. So now superheroes are getting more accepted again. It's his time to come 
forward to and, Mac yeah, with a purple mask. Makes yeah. sense to me. That thing is really good. I have a lot of opinions about that movie. I don't know if I'll I'll talk about all of them in time before this recording finishes. Yeah, we got, like, but I am trying Black to upgrade Snyder... to pro at the moment, but it's just giving really me a hard time it's as we're as we're recording. As Zack we're recording. Snyder. From what I understand, he's a he's a cool person to work with. Everyone who's worked with him has nothing but great things to say, and it was gush over him. But the thing is, I don't think he enjoys working on superhero movies. Like every time he works on a superhero movie, he talks about how like immature they are. Like there's interviews where he's saying that he doesn't want the heroes to talk in costume because no one would take them seriously, and that the Dark Knight trilogy isn't dark because Batman didn't get raped in prison or some shit like that. Oh wow, you actually upgraded it in time. Good job. <laughs> Beautiful. I think Snyder's one of those guys that he's got a particular style. He's good at that style, but unfortunately that style does not necessarily work with the way, like, and this is also going to sound horrible. He, especially for Batman v Superman, I feel like he thought that was going to be his last film for, for like, with those characters or his only chance with those characters. No, at that point, he already agreed to work on Justice League. They had already oh, announced did. that he was... Uh, yeah. So it's so weird because the... it makes it feel like he yeah. was just banging out like every one of his favorite stories to try and get them out there. You know what okay. I mean? And, and so... the, yeah, the weird thing is that like he's banging out his favorite stories, The Dark Knight Returns, for oh, a movie yeah. a movie that's like the second movie in his supposed trilogy where Superman hasn't even met Batman yet and Batman hasn't even been introduced to audiences yet. Well, that Dark Knight Returns relies say. so heavily on, on these characters knowing each other for years. Well, yeah. And it also mischaracterizes Superman on purpose. It makes Superman this sort of like puppet of the Reagan administration. And yeah. he's supposedly like almost fascistic in the, in the way he does things. Same with Fascist Batman. Superman, Red Sun. <laughs> He uh, his but he, even in Red Sun, Superman still Superman. It's not he's not a fascist in that. No, <laughs> no, no. He's, he just so he happens to be in Russia. Like, yeah, he just happens to be in Russia. That's it. But man, man, like why, why would you want someone who thinks about superheroes in this way to to be managing the two biggest superheroes in the world, Batman and Superman? Yeah, I, what is I, it, Connor? I, the the exact reason. Do you know what the exact reason is? He got the job. Because he, he could get it done in time. <laughs> no, no, because uh, DC asked Christopher Nolan to work on Man of Steel. Oh yeah. Uh, Christopher well. Nolan said no. I don't want to do your cinematic universe stuff. That he just didn't interest. He wasn't interested. But he, then he, he then he said, but hey, I know this guy. His name is Zack Snyder. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. He done three hundred and Watchmen. And they were like, cool. If Christopher Nolan says he's good, we'll take him. <laughs> yeah, but and, another aspect of that was that they wanted a Superman movie within a certain time frame, and Zack Snyder could also do it. In yeah. that time and frame, it, look, and he nailed. I still think he did well with that film. Like he got a no, he did, not. <laughs> he did not. The I, way the way Superman's died, dad died in that film is terrible. Everything about <laughs> it is okay, fucking you, ridiculous. Everything that, about, but I enjoy yeah. that film. I enjoy everything that film. about his dad's fucking ridiculous. Hey, look, I know you saved the lives of literally like fifty students, but also like you fucked up, Clark. It was essentially that discussion. It's like fuck off, Papa Ken. He literally yeah. saved people's lives. What do you want from the guy? Also, like, I, I just, I, I could not, like, I enjoyed it for what it was worth, but I could not stand uh, Jesus Christ Superman. No, I could not stand that either. The fucking religious allegories were terrible also, yeah. as well. Yeah. It's like Zack Snyder keeps hammering them in, especially in Batman v Superman, where he, he's putting Superman as his Christ figure, especially at the end with his death and his resurrection. And the fact that the movie came out on Easter <laughs> when Jesus <Yeah>. comes back. <laughs> it's like, like no. how much more can you do? 
Like it's it, it's a total misunderstanding of Versus Superman's character, who essentially was yeah. basically like at best he was like the original social social justice warrior. He is, yeah, All yeah. Right. Like that, he's, he's out for the little guy. We nearly need to move on because I'm looking at the time frame and we are actually running out of time on this episode to get through all these questions. Uh, we're at 40 yeah, minutes. Sure. We're, we're only halfway, Sam. We're okay, so, so, so we, we bitched enough about the Snyder Cut. No one no one in this call gives a shit. I, I'm not going to watch it. I only give a shit because I want to see how terrible it is. Apparently, Jed Lo- Jed I don't even want to watch that. Is and well, like, oh, yeah, they, a picture of that came out today. I, what I am yeah, excited yeah, about is the Superman and Lois show. I think that looks good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, we can talk about that next week if you want, actually. Yeah, um, yeah I'd love to talk about that. That looks pretty cool. I'll tell you the same thing. Don't give a fuck. Let's go. Oh, wow, <laughs> Sam. All right, so um, this one is going to a little bit more of a positive thing because it's something that we actually know we like because we bought it. What's your most recent toy or comic purchase, guys? Oh, you know what? I'm going to stick it to fuck. toys. What's your most recent toy yeah. purchase? All right, I'll go first, but this is actually not a purchase for me. This is actually for someone else, uh, to someone who won't listen to us. Uh, this is a for a friend called... Terry, uh, basically, as you guys know, I do like the Mego stuff a lot. Um, and I've yep. got some Mego toys put away randomly around the place. I know I have the, the werewolf one recently, but uh, my friend was obsessed with getting this, the Exorcist one. So the wonderful Ooh. Jen from Shin Tokyo helped me out. We did a bit of a swap and trade for some comics and toys and whatever else and uh yeah so she helped me out with getting this because they're a pain in the ass to find a lot of the time because they are just getting released in i want to say big w maybe target here i can't remember just getting released chucked on the shelf and of course they all disappear instantly so uh, big w i think I've big, seen w, big w yeah. yeah so this is probably it's not really for me but that's probably my most recent toy purchase um other than putting the mezco Ghost Rider on pre-order, also through Gen at Shin Tokyo. Um, uh, I'm super keen to get that. But I, I, admittedly, I have not bought anything for myself toy-wise in a long time now. Like uh, nothing this year. Like all the stuff that I've got for myself this year has been comic-related. Or um, check out my unboxing of the DC st- toys from uh, DC Centrals or whatever. I, that's probably my latest purchase but originally they weren't for me the only reason i kept them is because i got i didn't get paid for the work i was doing for ordering right. those toys in so my payment for that shipment to get it sorted was those toys wow so that's wow, my really? spill Connor's connor is so again. interested he's in your story that he walked to- away he with- yeah whatever like, Sam's talking about toys fucking <laughs> No, whenever we start talking about toys, my dog wants to come into the room and he'll just keep scratching at the door until I open it for him. And he just wants Yeah, he needs now. a chew toy. All right. You're bring gone. the bird. No, bring the bird bring next the, time. I want to see yeah. the bird. All right. I'll bring the bird next time. Jesus <laughs> shit. Okay. Wait, what is your what is your shirt? What is your shirt, by the way? Is it Night Monkey? <laughs> it's Night Monkey. Yeah. Oh, it is. Wow. I yeah. love that character. Yeah, I fucking. He's best thing. The, the only Czechoslovakian superhero we have in Marvel. So, like, I'm, I'm fucking yeah. down. Uh, I, I I actually genuinely want Marvel to go fuck it. We'll like we'll do a Disney Plus series all about someone taking up the mantle. Like fuck it, let's make an I'm original hero. Why not? I I was really hoping that when uh, Marvel lost the rights to another Spider Man movie for a little while, that they would just continue with just Night Monkey. <laughs> Night Monkey. <laughs> they are uh, as part of the uh, special features for Spider Man Far From no, Home. Yeah. One, one of the special features on there was uh, a trailer for a Night Monkey movie. <laughs> Oh, I think I saw that on YouTube. Yeah. That's and it was it was yeah. actually pretty well put together. Uh, I'm like, ah, uh, I, I want it. 
It's a good oh, costume. I want to actually well, okay. of it. What toys? What toys have you bought, Ashraf? What's the, what's the newest toy? The latest toy I bought is the one uh, is some from Sam. This is the Deathstroke that that I unboxed, and the other Thor one that I think I'm keeping for friend's birthday or something. We'll see. Um, I think it's really cool. The articulation is really cool. The, the design's awesome, and I think in terms of Deathstroke figures, they tend to sell out a lot. Like, if you try to go on eBay or Google or anything, you won't be able to find any Deathstroke figure from any version just because people love the character so much. So when they finally released another one, I really wanted to snag it up before um, it was too late. And Sam helped me out with that, with Nurse Paradise. Yeah. And for for comics, uh, I've just been reading a lot of... Oh, Sam's going to hate this. Reading a lot of digital, like DC, oh, Infinite, and Comixology stuff. No, <laughs> yeah. Trader! Yeah, huge trader. No. Bye bye, local comic businesses. Yeah, I, yeah, anyone listening to this? It's your fault. <laughs> anyone listening to this? Don't do it. Don't you can't. You can't it. subscribe to DC Infinite anyway because you're not in America. Sucks ass. Just, well, if you get it. if you get a VPN, uh, you can do whatever the no, fuck you want. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. You can't. That's you can't. illegal. We don't talk yeah. about that kind of thing here. If if you do that, um, you are gonna go to hell when you die. And I will fucking see you there. <laughs> You'll be surrounded by hot demon thoughts. Hot demon thoughts? Hot demon thoughts. Uh, well, How about so, you, Connor? Uh, so that's... What about us? Comics? I didn't say any comics, I realised. I, uh, I, did, uh, I didn't even say comics because I changed my mind. I went, yeah. no, no, not just... Because the first question wasn't meant to be toys or comics. It was just toy or a comic. Uh, uh, but uh, then, we did, then we did both. So, um, yeah. Well, I'll just was, tell everyone to read, to read Firepower and King and Black because that's my two. I'll just say that. I am so behind on King and, and Black. Kate's. Yeah. Kate's, man. He's, he's great. Uh, Grimlock again, who I was just transforming while, uh, while we were talking. Because I didn't call it Mecha Godzilla, by the way. If yeah. any of you listened to that early in the podcast, it was a audio error. Yeah, no, like genuinely, <laughs> I think it was... Zoom. We've gone pro now, so I don't think that'll happen again. Um, yeah. So yeah, it must have been an issue with Zoom. But I fucking love this guy. He's a beast compared to him to Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime comes up to his nipple. It's fantastic. He's fucking great. You can it's not how I use it. Pardon? <laughs> suck on the teeth. up shit. <laughs> well, that's a Transformer with boobs, right? I've seen it. There's plenty of Transformers with, uh, Titicon. like, like boobs. Titicon. Like, like, sort of Titicon. shapes. Just and out. Oh, hang on, wait. Actually, no, I actually got one of them because I just started getting the new Kingdom stuff, so all the Beast Wars figures. So there you go. Oh, that's... that's I love that toy. Like, that whole toy oh, yeah. line's fantastic. Connor is holding up a Transformer with boobs and yes. spider claws. Uh, what's yes. what's her name? Um, Black Arachnia. Uh, Black Arachnia. Yeah. Oh, what a great... Beast Wars. I wish I had Beast Wars toys. I have none. They're, they, oh, they're doing a complete like, they're doing a complete thing at the moment like new new versions of the toys out in like Kmart Target and whatnot Sam like they're available oh, are they expensive uh the deluxes at Kmart are 29 oh that's all right so black arachnia is 29 Cheetor's 29 they've actually done a couple of new original characters uh like this guy here that, paleo Rex uh he turns yeah, into a oh no no this is fucking <laughs> <Don't awesome. care. laughs> fucking he turns into a goddamn um t-rex skeleton Nah, see, all I want is, um, I want, um, Sam, you can pull his rat head trap. off. It's a mace. I want rat his trap. It's a mace. I want, you can hit people. With I want stuff. whatever the raptor's name is. Why have I gone blank? Dinobot is the raptor. Dinobot. Um, rat trap. They've done rat Creative. trap as well. Here he is. See? He's wow. so little. I don't he remember is. him being that little. Oh, He's... I had the next one. I had the one that turned into the car as well. Uh, oh, the one with like the wheels on the back of the rat. Yeah, I had that one. And yeah. I had the Optimus Primal 
that also had the surfboard underneath him, I think. That and be, I had... You're thinking of the trans medals. So they done like the yeah. original Beast Wars. And then in season two, they brought out trans medals. And, then and I had three, the scorpion, yeah. the scorpion snake. Uh, oh, quick strike. Yes, quick strike. he's one of my favorites. I've still got him, but he's slightly broken. So I'd love to get a non-broken one. I hopefully they'll do a new quick strike in the kingdom line. I just wanted to do all the Beast Wars characters because, like, I originally wasn't going to get them, and then I got the Optimus Primal one, and he was so good. And I'm like, "Fuck, that's right, Beast Wars is pretty amazing, isn't it?" What's the wolf with the wings? The wolf, Silverbolt. Silverbolt. Silverbolt was a cool toy, and I always remember laughing lots when he was in the show because he was all like regal and whatever. He was basically a knight. He refused to fight Black Arachnia because a man never attacks a woman, but like everyone else at the Maxwell's was like. Just shoot shooting her. her. Like, they just were just like, please her. just shoot her. She's actually a bad person. <laughs> like, it was like a total twist on it. And then he ended up winning her over. And they uh, they, uh, they had the first kissing scene in they the had, Transformers series they in had, that show. Whoa. Baby yeah. spider wolves. Well, that's how the wolf spider was born. <laughs> the wolf spider? <laughs> All uh, I've been thinking about is the fact that if we have a big boob transformer, I want it to transform into a breast pump. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for allowing and me to add, works. add that actually, to that a full conversation. A full yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I, I didn't realize I had Michael Bay in the chat. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Transformers needs? Breast pumps. That's what's going to be in the next Yeah, one. I mean, if one of them can transform into a microscope, the other one into a gun, it's the natural evolution of things. You know? What do you think Breast it was pump. like for Steven Spielberg to be in the same room as Michael Bay when they were writing those movies? And Michael Bay being like, yes, and the little one has to hump Michaela's leg. And Steven Spielberg's there like... Sure, Michael. He's like, yeah. I, the, the thing about Steven Spielberg is that he has like two modes where one, he actually cares about the stuff he's working on. And he the other made mode is a that... dark fucker human. Think about yeah. this. Spielberg is going to see that scene and be like, brilliant. <laughs> he loves money too. I mean, like he, he, he's, movies, not, yeah. he's not ashamed of putting his name on things just to get a paycheck. Like he can make really brilliant movies like Saving Private Ryan or Schindler's List, but he can also sit back and relax and collect a paycheck just like anybody else to be fair he is steven spielberg he is basically hollywood's head jew so like jesus dude what? he is it's half the reason why okay uh, so the views of connor do not represent the views of the entire podcast <laughs> ashraf and sam have I their didn't own mean that views. In a negative we do not way. support connor's like views in any way we, um... in hollywood <laughs> like i didn't mean it uh, in any i have i have friends term. who practice judaism <laughs> um they're they're very kind people i, I love respect people. i've never had an issue with them i respect them um <laughs> Sam steven spielberg if you watch the, if you're watching this i respect you as well oh um if you ever want me to collect a paycheck without thinking about it you should contact me <laughs> i'm not wrong literally the reason that megan fox did um, a job for a while was because uh, she made that, that hitler joke like i'm not wrong he yeah i mean obviously that that hitler joke that she made was quite offensive and everything but who made it joke uh, well so interview basically i was asked about her time on set and she said working with michael uh michael bay was like working for hitler um yeah and then uh i'm pretty sure michael bay wouldn't have given a fuck because a couple years later she was in one of michael bay's movies i'm pretty sure it was uh the rumor was steven spielberg was like i'm not okay with that yeah yeah allegedly steven spielberg really hated the fact that she said that and didn't want her to work on any of his productions again it wasn't michael bay who had a issue with it or whatever she was in yeah, teenage okay. ninja turtles so like of course um of course michael bay said you're okay with her she's hot he's, i mean he's, you know he's not gonna... spielberg has actual people in his family who were like involved yeah. or who suffered from the holocaust which is why he makes 
really brilliant movies about that, like Schindler's List and everything. So I understand why he took umbridge with that comment. Nothing yeah, to do I, with I him think being. Now the... we move on. <laughs> quote unquote interview. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move okay. on. Uh, Connor, what's the next one? <laughs> this is so we are heading into some spoiler territory, folks. Uh, well, I say spoilers. Marvel's even posted pictures on their social media about this. It's less spoiler now than ever, but I'm still going to put a big spoiler warning at the front of this. Um, so last week, uh, One Division episode five came out. What are your thoughts on the final scene where we went into the fucking multiverse, ladies and gentlemen? Right. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. We don't know Allegedly. yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't know yet. We don't know what's going on. I mean, I yeah. love the scene. Thought it was cool. Yep, cool. We're all... Everyone's raging about it. And I am I keep away from all social media around the days that it's released because I normally don't get to watch it till Saturday. That's good, um, yeah. But really I, I really liked it that they've bought I don't even want to spoil it for people. I really don't want anyone listening to this that hasn't seen it to be spoiled. That, so that, that's why to... we're doing spoilers, like spoilers, right? Like, just, okay, just, so just, spoilers. But yeah, I just don't want, I don't know. I just, I've got, I've, no decision has been made by me until we find out why. Because I feel like I loved it. I thought it was cool as um, I talked to some people about it the other night and we all love it. Like I've not yet to hear any negative things about it. It's just my problem, I guess, would be is we don't know why all this is happening yet, and I don't want to jump the gun. Like I'm, I've got theories and ideas on how things are happening and why they're happening, but so does everyone. So I don't know. No speculation from me today. I'm just going to say it was a good scene, a good episode. Uh, Wonder Visions have been great so far, and I'm also looking forward to when it wraps up to leading into the the next part with the falcon winter soldier show yes, like yeah i've, ju- I've just i've got nothing the only thing i guess i wish and this has nothing to do with wandavision is that they just dropped black widow already i, I borderline don't care about her at all anymore like i, I feel like that movie's gonna Disney be something yeah do do the same thing that they've done with uh wonder woman where they release it for streaming as well like just get it out it's been too long now but people have lost interest we're more interested in the Disney Plus, and then I, after like the continued universe, we don't care about prequels now. Like you've you've killed the the buzz on it completely. Mm. I mean, to be fair, on Disney, I'm not I'm not I'm like I can't blame them for wanting to hold back on releasing the next Marvel movie after Endgame. After sorry, Far From Home. Like I can't really blame them, but it's just it's just unfortunate circumstance, really. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. a full but, year, a full year since it, it's. It, it was yeah, I think because up. of the circumstances, though, I think they should be smart and release it. And like, as soon as that, I don't know, is there a release date now for Black Widow? Supposedly October. in June. Oh, June. oh see, that's, October. <laughs> see, that's no. stupid because we're going to have so many shows and the the rumor has it that the shows were also going to have link-ins to this. So I don't know how, like there could have even been nods that we've missed during WandaVision. And the nah. nods could have been, you don't reckon? I don't, th- I don't quite think no. so. Because think- what about sword agents that have grown up from... You know what I mean? Like just even. No, I don't background. think so. Marvel's I mean, clever like, yeah. at that. I think the nods that we'd have in one division, I think they'd be they can work as a two way street. So if there are nods between the two show between the movie and the show, you could have one go first and the other go second, or the other yeah. way around, and the nod will still work. Like you'll still be like, oh, she's from one division, as opposed to oh, she's from Black Widow. You can you can work both ways. Um, yeah, that's fair. Like, like I, I guess Black Widow doesn't seem like an important film though. Like if we're talking about moving forward with the MCU. 
One Division now has done something very important for the continuation, and we know it leads into the Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange, yeah. and then the next Spider-Man film. We all know yeah. that those Alleg- films allegedly. Are top- allegedly no, I mean Ke- Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige yeah. said that uh, Spider-Man's yeah. also connected to the Multiverse. That, of Madness. Those three, that, yeah. those three. I guess we'll say the One Division, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man seem like they're the trilogy of the multiverse. Yeah. So yeah. in my mindset, for them to be, you know, they're all important to each other. But Black Widow just seems to have no importance. That's why they could delay it for so long. Well, I, I hope. Maybe maybe we'll be wrong. I'd love to be wrong. See something yeah. happens in Black Widow, like the end credits or something. Maybe Taskmaster will actually be cool and not just a really shit Hawkeye. I think I what, hope she actually comes back to life somehow. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a shit Hawkeye mostly because like, you know, he's got all the other he's got the shield. Oh, I don't think it'll be Hawkeye. I, I just I just think that the the design for Taskmaster sucks. I actually really like the design for Taskmaster, but I get why people are sort of but he reminds me of Udon Taskmaster more than anything. I full um, I wanted like Grey Skull. Like Yeah, me yeah, too. I, wanted, I wanted a goofier looking Taskmaster. Yeah. Because he's I a very him. sassy character. It's like I yeah. want that Taskmaster. I, I funny desperately as, funny want as hell. Him. I yeah. just really want him to. I, I just really want them to do. They're going to introduce. Hand. I want them to do. If they're going to introduce Deadpool. I want. Ah, oh, that would be. They, you know what? Okay, there's two things. Either one, they're setting up Taskmaster for Deadpool, which I think would be amazing. Um, <laughs> but the theory that a lot of people have is also they're setting up for a Thunderbolts thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's been so but like, what, what I'm, what I'd love to see though, like in my head, if they did the goofy Taskmaster, like him being really camp with that crazy yeah. skull mask on, and then at the end. Maybe he's not completely dead or defeated or whatever. And then you see him walking up to someone like Deadpool. And then Deadpool does that thing, which is like, I think it was from one of the animated series. And I know he's done it in the comic where him and Deadpool are matched. Like, you know, the whole way like they're fighting nonstop and they just, you know, blow for blow, copying, nailing, like not being able to stop each other. And then Deadpool does a big kick attack at him and deliberately breaks his own leg. And Taskmaster, without thinking, does the, you know, sees it, does the replicate attack. And so he breaks his own legs and he doesn't have the healing ability. So that's what brings him undone because it's, <laughs> he copies those attacks. So, you know, Deadpool does a flip to attack him with a sword and deliberately breaks his leg to get the extra movement in. And, of course, Taskmaster straight away does the copy and then breaks his legs and can't, <laughs> can't walk away. That's really what, what, how much fun would that be? Like, just as an after-credit bit, just all of a sudden, that's how Taskmaster comes undone. Well, I, I kind of like the idea of Taskmaster being starting off in like a Deadpool movie as a serious villain, but like as time goes on, he's just getting so sick of Deadpool shit. Like he's actually exasperated by the end of it. It's like I. But I feel like we already have that guy. sort of character with Cable, though. It's like we can't no, have two story C- characters. C- Cable is his ally, though. Also, do you think they'll recast Cable, or do you think they'll keep? No. Um, they'll keep. Yeah, they'll keep him. It's, Thanos is super... dead. Yeah, Thanos yeah, is dead. Yeah. He plays like you could have them face to face. And they'd still, you could still have Brawl and play both because they're so different. And he doesn't. I mean, you can yeah. tell it's him, but not performances are different. enough to care. Like I think he he nails being both. Yeah, that's yeah. they are so different. It's like it's like Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Doctor Strange, right? He also played Dormammu, so yeah. Oh, but that's on purpose, though. Like that's yeah. for a thematic reason, isn't it? Um, it's more like Gemma Chan playing two characters in the Marvel universe. Yeah, they've Where done it she... a few times, haven't they? They uh, they have one yeah. of the char- one of the uh, characters from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies is playing a different character as well. Yeah, yeah well, know. Chris Pratt. Yeah. He's also Chris Hemsworth. And <laughs> there's yeah, just one. There, there's one Chris motherfucker. Like you've all been lied yeah. to. <laughs> Shall we move on? Because I think we started at twelve recording, right, guys? We're doing the hour episode or trying to stick to. 
We've got yeah, okay, sure. one. Let's, let's move on. We've got one last question to answer. Uh, also, my nice thoughts on the one division thing are fucking fantastic. I'm super excited, and I like. I genuinely was like, yes. Also, he's got gray hair, not silver hair, which is interesting to me. Um, um, my thoughts on the one division thing: Wa- Wanda recast her brother, and she recast him as another white guy. So, moving on. White <laughs> <laughs> washing. Come on, what the fuck is this? We are. How, how dare they recast a uh, white European as another white European? Yeah, but she chose to recast him as that, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Allegedly, no, no, no. She didn't. She didn't. She didn't. We she didn't know. Well, yeah, I don't go even on. Know if she did, it's very interesting. Yeah. Obviously, the theory is Mephisto. The next episode, everyone's yeah. a different race to what they like. Everyone's mixed matched it all up. It'll be. It'll be it's funny. They get to like a CW type sitcom, and that they have what to if? have like more. We'll have to have more a what diversity. If. What if, what if, and then it's just like, you know, instead uh, of, you could have gender swap what if, and you could have racial swap what if. Yeah, well, like and, Elizabeth um, Olsen and Paul you... Bettany have to play each other's characters. Yeah. Like Paul Bettany gets to be Scarlet Witch for a while. <laughs> also, Vision can choose to be anyone, and he chooses to be a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. Well, look, he wants to get through today's modern society without any troubles. So you he's... do know they are the main characters of a sitcom from the 50s initially, right? Like, they are going to be white. <laughs> like, the, you, you think people paid money back then to watch people who weren't right? And no. then she kicked out her only black neighbor. <laughs> it's totally... Uh, no, they, that's she totally... Ha- do you reckon she that's has a another, t- thing has... about the times? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, she has another black neighbor. She has that. another yeah. one, yeah, that guy who was... Um, yeah. yeah. Howdy neighbor. Yeah. Uh, Herb. Herb is his name. Herb. Herb, that's it. Um, All right, moving on. <laughs> the final question um, is, has a comic ever killed your interest in comics as a whole? And if so, what was it? And for how long did you feel this way? Even if it was you read a comic, it was so shit, you didn't go into the comic shop for another week. Was there ever a moment where you just read a comic and you've gone, wow, I just can't? Can I start? And I'm going yes. to go through a couple of things that are happening to me right now. Ooh. All right. So we'll start with Batman, which Ashraf will know all about this. Oh, with Tom King, he was writing it and he did the wedding and the wedding sucked. It just didn't go anywhere where I wanted it to go. And I got really excited for it all and it just didn't pan out the way I wanted it to pan out. And then they, it just, I don't know, Tom King killed Batman. I got bored as hell, got messy. I just couldn't stand it. So I dropped Batman for the first time ever. And I found other things I loved, but DC cancelled the things that I was enjoying. So right now, uh, I've basically dropped nearly all my DC stuff because we're all finished or is finishing. And in saying that, now I found out after uh, Future State, and I didn't actually realise this, I know I should probably know because I work in the comic shop, but most of the stuff's going back to number ones. And so for DC, I legitimately don't think I will be picking anything up. Like there's they yet to put anything up that I go, wow, I must get that. And I'm even going to show Bryony uh, the artwork for the new Harley Quinn books because she gets all of that. I actually don't like the way that looks. Really so, awesome, yeah. Yeah, I think it looks, I don't know, I'm not a fan of that style. So knowing what Bryony's like, she's very particular on art. Like that's her, she's really good at art, so she's very particular in what she obviously consumes uh, with art. So I have a feeling that she might even drop that, which will literally mean we'll have no DC. Um and then now with Marvel, uh, I am enjoying all the King in Black, but I've even noticed with Marvel, a lot of the series I have been reading are finishing up, which is a bit worrying. Um, and then they're getting ready to do Heroes Reborn. And I am not interested in any of the Heroes Reborn stuff I've seen so far. Like, 
on my list will always be Amazing Spider-Man. I'll always get any Moon Knight and Punisher book released. Um, but at the moment, there's no Moon Knight or Punisher. And so most of my content is to do with Venom, Thor and Spider-Man. But if they're all finishing up and Kate's, I know Kate's is leaving Venom, but I'm, apparently someone else is coming in. Uh, I'm just worried that if this Reborn thing is going to kick off the same way that uh, DC have gone and done this future state, that they're going to do all this weird stuff that I'm not going to get any of because I'm not interested in it because it's not what I've been loving and reading, that I'm going to end up in this weird space for a little bit here where I might not actually have much, if anything, coming out for me to, to jump on to. I'll just be picking up books because I've got, you know, I'll feel kind of trapped. Like I love my comics so much that I will buy something. But I just, I think, I think Future State has been great for a lot of people but for me it was nothing i was interested in and i think this heroes reborn is the same thing so i'm legitimately worried that this year might be my slowest year for books ever you're becoming ross from Greenlight. No, no. <laughs> you are this is the start of it i called it last year you're gonna start dropping superhero books and you're gonna fucking recommend fencing or fencing books attack on titan or we something. love you we love you ross we love you ross <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love ross and i love Greenlight, but come on Sam, don't do, do this. No, like, counter-argument counter argument to Sam's. I won't drop them completely. I'll always read superheroes. I can never not read superheroes. They're my favorite. Yeah, I, I mean, you should just give this a shot. I mean, there's some stuff from Heroes Are Born that I do want to talk about in my thing that I'm excited about, which is, like, um, the Young Squadron book that's going to come out. Do you guys know about that? Nah, Where... so I'm totally behind on the uh, on the uh, on the Heroes Reborn stuff. I'm actually kind of most of the reason I'm kind of somewhat looking forward to it is it feels like a good point to sort of jump back on full time. Like I've been very sort of up and down with comics recently, but I feel like for me that might be a decent time to sort of go. Okay, Connor, what is I'll allow you else? to get back on. I'll allow you to get back on, but you will have a minimum purchase quantity a week. <laughs> and oh, if you man. don't pick up that minimum purchase quantity a week, then we will cut your order off. <laughs> You guys are witnessing how the sausage is made. This is what I, happens I, to customers. I actually, <laughs> I, I actually show up a decent amount, Sam. I actually buy a decent amount from you guys. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Attention. yeah. Continue, Ashraf. Uh, what is Young Squadron? Love you, Sam. So, so um, it's a Jim Zub comic. I think he's the writer. Where, from what I understand, it's this sort of like what-if type book where instead of the Avengers being the main heroes of the universe, they are instead the um, Squadron Supreme. And so uh, Miss Marvel, Nova, and Miles Morales are inspired by them to become superheroes. And so they're like their universe's version of the Teen Titans. Oh. And because it's so on the nose and so based off the Teen Titans of the Silver Age, the villain of the story is Deadpool as Deathstroke. <laughs> so I was like, man, that's such a cool concept. I'd love to read that. <laughs> Like just drop all pretext, like all all pretext, and just yeah. go fuck it. Like this is basically what we're doing. Yeah. So it's the Teen Titans of the Marvel Universe versus the um, Deathstroke of the Marvel Universe. I am so, so for that. Yeah, so that sounds you, exciting you, to me. Have you looked at a lot of their stuff, like like Hyperion and the the Imperial Guard? I don't think I have any interest in that. Peter Parker, read... the Amazing Shutterbug. Oh, what is that? <laughs> so it's the idea. Um, uh, I don't even know how to. I don't know how to. Where am I looking? I've actually got some information from Marvel here. Um, it's basically the idea that um, 
Peter Parker's got a new life. Um, he's the bi- Peter's the biggest Hyperion fan in the world, and he just happens to be chummy with his favorite superhero. So you know what the weird thing is? I'm getting this weird vibe that he is Peter Parker for this thing is the um, Jimmy Olsen. Oh wow! So Hyperion Superman and Peter's now become Jimmy, and yeah. So this whole reborn thing is just a lot of mirroring some DC stuff. Like even they've got Magneto and the Mutant Force coming out. And I mean, sounds- it does sound like Rebirth, like Heroes Reborn. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Uh, they've got the Siege Society, and that's Who's all the that? villains okay. teaming up. So that there's just going to be. Um, so what's causing this yeah. to happen? This is like a a shift in like the multiverse or some shit. Like what's happening? I'm I'm gonna say it's Karnak. No, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, it's something to do with the Tesseract or something. Maybe I don't know. Well, we all know that Thor. I don't know. You're, are you guys reading Thor currently? I'm, I'm behind on Thor, no. but um... okay. Thor's amazing. Um, Thor, without <laughs> spoiling too much, has had a vision of his future and how he dies. Right. And I have a feeling this is going to come from that, but I don't know. Or this is going to lead to that. Um, my biggest problem, though, is like so. Those titles that I just all read out to. Once again, Ashraf's got one he's interested in. I am not interested in DC, so why would I read DC titles from Marvel? <laughs> it's infecting everyone, dude. You're uh, your, not your favorite company. Yeah. I, I suppose the question is, um, would I? Am, am, does this interest me enough to jump into? Like, do I want to read the Amazing Shutterbug? I don't know. In a way, I kind of hope they like like they all get rave reviews, and everyone's like, "No, actually, these are really well written comics," and then I'll jump in um full full force with it um but the, i guess the question is is like are these concepts good enough to hold for a long time how long are they going to no. hold for and, uh, <laughs> no. and how long until we go back to the status quo this this will be straight up they the always go back status to the status quo it's comics this, yeah. this yeah. will be this will be the same thing that future state is i guarantee this will be yeah. like a two month event where they'll change the like i legitimately think so dc with future state if you've been buying it the next batman issue one was like a 14 dollar book here um and they've been thicker books, more expensive, and then you had a couple of small two-parter ones, which were your normal seven twenty-five and whatever else. Um, but I think that's the way DC will now release stuff. I think they'll actually release yeah. a lot Anthology more anthology style, yeah. bigger and more expensive, um, and they'll release. So it's basically you get less, smaller shipments in, but you get bigger books. Which I'm not on the fence with how that works. Um, I think Marvel's going to do the same thing and test it out with this reborn stuff. I think this will be like a two-month slate, and then it will cut straight back to mostly like they won't completely renumber everything. Like maybe Amazing Spider-Man and all that will keep going, and Venom and Thor and a couple others. But the re- like your main titles, but your other ones will get you know reslated to ones again. Uh, I think um, Sam's a bit right. I read an article saying that uh, DC is trying to do sort of a manga style, where the reason it's bigger and more expensive is that. Not only are you buying, for example, Batman, but it also includes a story about uh, characters that won't hold the sale if they had their own book. For example, like the Batgirls or um, Mr. Miracle, Red Hood, Which Robin. Is terrible stuff like if you're that. a Batgirl collector. Like if you just like Bryony just collects Batgirl, she's not going to yeah, buy but... a fifteen dollar Batman story to get two pages of Batgirl. It's like eight pages or whatever. Yeah, I understand that aspect of it, but I also understand the fact that if they released it as their own book. It just wouldn't sell like past issue five, like so for we'll, most of these books. 
this is now then this is the where my brain tries to work it out collected editions right so will that mean those small short stories that all lead into one big thing will they go into a separate book or will you get do you know what i mean like will yeah, yeah. i'm hoping it's a separate book one or it's I'm a hoping separate it's a separate trade book. paperback because that'll yeah. push people to buy like I, I can imagine more people start buying trades like i mean they already are but more people will buy collected editions over singles because they want the Batgirl story and don't care about the Batman story. You know? I, I, think, I think it will go thing, into collected. Which is yeah, not the okay. best thing because a, a lot of artists and writers have said that if you want your books to continue, you have to buy the singles because trades, they don't necessarily pay the bills for the year of the artists no, or the writers initially because it doesn't tell the comic book companies what they should keep making because obviously the trade comes a couple months down the line. So um, even though it's money for them, like it's also not going to give them any idea of what they should keep making. So. Yeah, but but just just to answer Sam really quickly, uh, I think it will be in their own collected editions because the Robin um, backup story is also going to be included with the Robin solo book. I think when it get, okay. becomes collected, okay, so I assume that makes, that's so the that, same for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So that that I, I kind of like that a, a little bit. At least that's giving the content to the people that want it. Mm. Yeah, where if it was just the only way you could get it was then you had to go buy a Batman trade with that stuff in there. You'd be like, well, I don't need all this. You know what I mean? Like for 30 to $50, I would rather yeah. just buy a full book of Robin than, you know, but that's that's just me. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just want comic books to continue selling. And so- a lot of the time I see people, they don't take risks with their purchases. Like they just buy what works. So Batman's always going to sell well, but no one wants to fork out the cash for a Batgirl's book because it might be bad because Batgirl's has had a few writers. Or there's, something this, like that, yeah. there's this thing that was happening a couple of years ago where people were like getting mad at like Marvel switching out their characters like, oh, Jane Foster's Thor, Sam, uh, Sam Wilson is Captain America. People were getting mad at that. And then people started saying, if you were making original characters, we would buy it. But when they were they saying don't. that, I'm like, yeah. no, you're not. There's literally a new they book don't. called Mosaic, a new character with a pretty interesting power. Not sure how good the book is, but no one's buying it. You're wrong. People don't buy old, like don't buy new characters. Well, DC proved say. that with their. I mean, I bought all of it. I went full on for that. Um, all their new heroes that DC did with Damaged, New Age of Heroes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I actually really enjoyed Sideways and Damaged. I still think that they could have their own book, or they would have been smart and taken all those characters and made a new team because they were some of them were great characters, and were selling okay. But because the whole lot of them didn't do well, DC just threw them away and cancelled most of it. Like it was such a waste of a time, like time collecting any of it, because DC didn't back their own product. They cowered away from their own product. So I don't know. I think if they took Brimstone, Sideways, and Damage, made the three of them team up for a book, I think that would be brilliant. You get a good writer like, yeah. on board. Thought, get Tom. Thought... Get Tom or hell. Um, even get one of the really get Jeff Johns or someone to write something for those characters and let them just kind of have complete freedom. What a brilliant idea! But just, DC just, won't do that because just, just for just for a counter argument, like those comics were good. Some of them were good, like Sideways and the Terrifics. And Sideways, yeah. as as well as some people like enjoyed Sideways. At the time, Sideways was was written by the head hunter of DC, Dan Didio. And even he had to admit that the sales just weren't there for that comic, that specific comic. And he pulled the plug on his own comic. So it's yeah. not like the whole line's not doing well and he's pulling the plug on the entire line. He did it for that specific comic and it was his comic. He loved it. And a lot of people who read it loved it. And 
even though he pulled the plug on that comic, the comics that did well, like from New Age of Heroes, like the Terrifics lasted all the way up until last year. Like yes. from 2017 until last Terrifics year. Terrifics is and then, the only one that lasted. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, the, but the, half of the, Oh, and Sideways was also in Young Justice, so he they, does exist. They, yeah. they also... Oh, he is in Young Justice, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's in a few issues of Young Justice. And um, oh. the, Mr. Terrifics in the Strange Adventures book, so I guess... Okay. Yeah, They've kind of kept book. some of them... But like, it, yeah. they didn't keep them... I don't know. I just thought that the, the smartest thing would have been to get all those new characters and just put them in a group book. And if that didn't do well, then fine. Okay, defeat is defeat. But I, I just feel like some of those characters were so well done. Like, I, I really enjoyed Brimstone. I thought that was such a cool character. Um, yes, it's their version of Ghost Rider, but it was done well. Oh, no. Um, no, Damage was their version. Yeah, Damage was the Hulk, yeah. <laughs> and obviously Sideways was borderline their version of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But they were still decent. And like, those three, I think, could have survived. Um, but like you said, them joining other well-known established heroes in team-ups and whatever else is the perfect idea. Well, I don't know see, why they didn't do that in the first place. The thing is, is like the other thing to think about is that DC didn't like keep the New Age of Heroes a secret. It was like a huge. It was that their marketing push for that was huge. It's that was why the they did stage metal. Like originally, metal's whole purpose was to lead into the New Age of Heroes. And like, yeah, so basically, it came off a huge event. It was marketed to shit, and people still didn't get involved because people don't take risks with their purchases. Like, no, nah, they just don't. So that's why. Look, that's look why at, I don't think this new stuff's gonna work. Look at look at uh, look at. But the, at least they're at least they're trying, you know. And yeah. it's, it's not even yeah. like it's not even like it's, it's even easy to Trojan horse character in. Look at Daredevil. They introduced a new character through Daredevil a couple of years ago, uh, Blindspot, who I actually thought was pretty cool. But um, he hasn't got anything really new going on because even though he was part of a well liked book and it was a cool character, people wouldn't buy a Blindspot book. All right. On that note, we're getting very. We've gone definitely over our time limit. Um, oh, I reckon we we wrap up. But I just quickly want to shout out a couple of things. Everyone, please follow us on Twitter. Um, also, obviously, like and subscribe. This it's Comic Thoughts on Twitter. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, we've got a Facebook page where we're just pretty much at the moment just sharing when we put, upload any videos of any kind. Um, and yeah, so please like, follow, subscribe, all that, and YouTube. But also, Connor has set up a Discord channel. Yep, I have so set up a Discord channel, yeah. so I will share uh, the link to the Discord channel in Facebook. Uh, Sam will share it on Twitter. Um, we'll probably put it uh, in the description for this video as well. Um, this is yes, a way please. for us to be able to start interacting more directly with all you guys, uh, and hopefully. So this is something that uh, we all use Discord. I use Discord like literally daily, so like there will always be someone from us three uh, on there, seeing what you guys are posting, um, seeing what you guys are doing, what you're interested in, a way to get feedback and just to generally talk about the type of shit we talk about on this podcast. So yeah, if you cool. have questions for us too, because a lot of people have been messaging me questions that they want you two to answer. Um, so instead of coming to me, you can now message the Discord thing as well and yep. just be like, hey, Ashraf, why do you, you know, obsess with Connor in the shower so much? Like, why why does that really get you going? And then Connor can contribute in to go, well, have you seen this body? And, you know, it can be a whole I, thing. Yeah. Then- <laughs> there is a reason I, uh, I I stopped wearing sleeveless shirts on this, um, on this podcast. Yeah, I got too pervy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ashraf, man. There's a whole restraining order. <laughs> There's a reason we don't meet in real life because the judge says I can only be within 30 meters of him. And that's why I keep teasing him. That's why I keep teasing him about it. I keep on calling him attractive yeah. just to make him feel bad about it. And then yeah, for one, one more thing that I need to bring up before we sign off is Connor, are you coming over to do some exercise today? 
I completely forgot that we talked about this. Um, <laughs> Don't you dare bail. So I, like, yeah, not, he said it in I the am, chat today. Yeah. I am not. I'm not gonna bail. I won't come over immediately. I've got to do some shit, but I can no, come over. Cool. What what time would you expect me by? I would. I would prefer preferably like you here at four o'clock because if we can start or just before four. Because if we can start at four, work out for about an hour straight, that means you'll finish at five and we can film the whole thing and then I can upload it in the next couple of days. All right, cool. Maybe I'll go a little bit after that because I don't want to leave your place at five because I don't want to be caught in fucking traffic for an oh, hour. Oh, no, but we can sit down and cool down that's, outside because it is going to be pretty hot. So, yeah, you know, please bring fucking rancid. Please wear your tank top and shorts, maybe some sunscreen too, a hat, and please bring a bottle of water or a big bottle of water with you. Yeah, absolutely two waters or just multiple waters just protein shake. Ju just a whole water truck man like I'm and ashraf you're a fucking coward <laughs> oh yeah ashraf pulled yeah, out yeah chicken Ash ashraf pulled, pulled out, out. i well, did all those try i saw your thing did you do all those tries the other night i'm just lazy <laughs> i'm like oh. i'm gonna i'm probably just gonna go to the gym today and that's my workout Go you guys come here. i was about to say the address i don't want to say that on here <laughs> but yeah Come here, we'll, we'll do it all as a group, a group workout. Yeah, Silent. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at four o'clock at minimum, or oh, I don't care, just message me. I'd prefer you guys to get here around four. Uh, just makes it easier for me. Beautiful. All right, yeah. well, uh, we'll sign off. Uh, this has been your section sub, your 20 pack of nugs and Kentucky Fried Crips. Hope you've enjoyed. Whoop, whoop. Talk Yummy. to you later.